And welcome back to Across the County. I'm Noah. Thank you so much for joining me. And I have another tremendous guest up for you here in just a second. I want to remind you, if you want to be part of the Global Happiness Summit, October 8th for 2021, with my good friend Edwin Itaberi, the Chief Happiness Officer from the Happy Neighborhood Project, go to hnpabc.com slash ghs. Well, my next guest, I've been looking forward to talking with her for quite some time, and it's Dr. Marina Hoffman. She's professor at Palm Beach Atlantic University, also an award-winning Bible scholar and author, and she's published a new book called Women in the Bible, Small Group Bible Study, and it examines the leadership, strength, and courage of women in the Bible, and it sends a clear message that women have made a very significant impact in history, and God is continuing to use women to accomplish great things today, and he's using Marina in doing great radio work today, and she does great interviews. She makes so much impact upon this nation. That's why I have her on the show. Marina, thank you for taking the time and coming on the show. I'm really excited for this. Thank you so much, Noah. I listen to every episode of your show, and I have for a long time now, so it's great to be on the flip side. Yeah, some of the compliments you've paid me have really just made me realize this is exactly why I do what I do. And we all have to unite together to find the courage to make our nation a better place. And so I'll start off just quite frank. Why is courage needed so much right now? Well, Noah, I feel that my values and my way of life and the things I believe in are so under attack these days. And I feel that if we don't step up and have courage today, I fear for what tomorrow will bring. And I will be responsible for that. I really do feel God's called myself and all of us to stand up in this time. Yeah, I always say, if not now, when? Because in certain aspects of what we're dealing with in this era, in this nation, the the greatest nation on God's green earth, America, if we don't stand up now, we might not have a chance to stand up later. So how did this motivate you to write a book about women in the Bible? It's a pretty incredible women. These women are incredibly courageous. They teach us so much from what they experienced and what we can do with that strength personally today with some much needed examples of leadership and strength. Yes. Before, a few years before I wrote the book, I was actually in a very traumatic car accident. I got just crushed in every way, physical, emotional, mental. I had a very long road to recovery, and I needed courage just to face each day. And when I came back to these stories of women in the Bible from more of a personal aspect than only academic, I was amazed how they overcome so many challenges. And the more I read their stories and dove into their lives, I thought, you know, the struggles that they face are much the same as the ones we face today. So what can I learn from them? And as they encourage me so much, that's why I published the book for other women to encourage them in the same ways. Well, here and across the county, it's about information. It's about freedom, opinion, and courage. And so even though I know the answer, how are you as a person growing and becoming more courageous? Because I I hear it in your voice and I know the great work that you do, but we want to always try and step up to the next level to speak light and to speak truth, no matter what adversity lies ahead of us, Marina. I have a little three-year-old, Noah, and having a child, I think, really changes your perspective on life because up until then, it's all about you, right? It's me. In my case, I'm married, so my husband and I, but I feel that I can take care of myself and whatever comes along, I can just deal with it. But she can't. She's only three and she was only 
just over one and a half when all this broke out. And to see the look on her face when Noah, it was painful. We lived in a condo and people who had been so friendly and annoyingly close to her and always touching her little body, which kind of annoyed me, they would throw themselves against the wall in fear as though she's the walking plague. And I, that was the beginning of me realizing something is very wrong and I need to step up and be a much stronger person because now someone else is depending on me. That's a great way to look at it, too. And, you know, I developed that same attitude. uh, Wow, it seems like ages ago, but it was 23 years ago I became a single father. And it really does change your perspective. So let's talk now, Marina, because I know this is a huge point we want to get out there about stay-at-home moms and how we can be encouraged and courageous as a stay-at-home parent, especially a stay-at-home mom, as we're talking about women of the Bible right now. And maybe let's relate that to the story of Esther and how she was about risk and leadership and standing up. Sure, Noah. One of the most inspiring stories today for me is women who are moms and they're taking such a bold step to find out what is going on in the education system, what is going on in the classroom where their kids are growing up and being molded into adults and and their foundational beliefs are developing, and they are stepping up. And you have to forgive me, Noah, I'm a Canadian, but from my perspective, I wonder how many presidents of the United States have been able to stand up against some of these very powerful unions. And yet here we find moms, and many others too. But I just love it when I see a room full with moms standing up, being strong, and making change. So I love it. And yeah, we can talk about Esther. Look at her. She's a, a young woman whose life changed dramatically. She is in a foreign land. She's surrounded by enemies, and she doesn't even realize the far reach of them. But suddenly she's thrown into a position where she has to decide, will she act for the good of her people? Will she tell the truth and reveal what's going on, or will she let that moment pass her by? Noah here on Across the County, Dr. Marina Hoffman is my guest. I highly suggest you go to womeninthebible.info and check out more about the book and all things about Dr. Hoffman. Now I'm going to ask you a pretty spotlight question, and if you don't have one answer, that's fine, totally acceptable. But do you have, Marina, a favorite woman of the Bible? And if so, there has to be a reason for that, and why would that be? Yes, I would love to share the story of the midwives because, Noah, it's not very well known. A lot of us have had stories of Moses and the crossing of the Red Sea and all the miracles in Exodus, the plagues, etc. But how does that book of Exodus start? It starts with the story of women who are doing their job day by day, bringing children into the world and making sure mom and baby are safe. And their whole world changes just like ours in one day when the king announces they are now to kill all the baby boys. So here they are. Do they obey the king and save their life and kill these children? Or do they risk everything, in, including the fact that they may die to save these children? And what an incredible, courageous act. They decide to defy the king, and they're clever, Noah. There's so much to learn from their response to the king. But they stand up against the king, and they save these boys. And out of their actions, they could have no idea, but the leader, Moses, is one of the children saved. You know, we could learn a lot from them, because when it comes to standing up for what's right, especially for our kids, as you and I were talking about off the air as well, 
When is enough going to be enough? When do we finally say, you know, this overreach from the government or from other people in society, it's gone too far and we need to stand up for the people that matter most in our lives? That's right. And one thing about these midwives, I say, you know, how are we going to do what you're saying? How are we going to stand up when we reach that point? And one beautiful fact, when we look at the midwives, they knew what was going on and they were clever and they were informed. And I think that is one key to us being bold today, because if we're just floating through life saying the news is too upsetting, I don't want to listen to it. I'm only going to listen to the nice, you know, easygoing radio shows and the easygoing music then we will not be prepared when that day comes. We won't see it coming. We won't be prepared. So one, a, another truth I pull out after, out of many women in the Bible is how they were prepared and also know they knew who God was. Mm. They knew that they didn't face the enemy alone. They went in the strength of God and they were willing to risk it all, no matter what happens, whether I'm successful or not, I will do what's right. Marina, when you wrote Women in the Bible, Small Group Bible Study, what did you hope people were going to come away with? Because obviously a lot of passion went into this book, but I think there's an overall message, obviously of strength, obviously of strong women in the Bible. But what do you want people to say, hey, you know what? I got this from your book and here's how I can apply it. Yes, Noah, I teach at Palm Beach Atlantic University and I really wrote it with my students in mind, especially those students who say they come from a place in America where they didn't know women could have any kind of position in the church. They had never heard of some of the well-known female preachers, and they were shocked by me. They were shocked that I could stand up and talk about the Bible in a public setting like a university, and it broke my heart because that's not where I come from. Toronto, you know, there are many women pastors. Women have a very significant role in the church. So I said, wherever people are from and whatever their theology, they need to be empowered to know that God has called women throughout history and they've done incredible things. Some of them through means we wouldn't suggest and others because they were strong and righteous. You know, we can look at Mary, the mother of Jesus, but through it all, every kind of woman you can imagine was called. And I believe God is doing that today. So I really wanted to empower women to see themselves in the long history of God's work on earth through them. Something else that you've shared with me recently uh, that just resonated inside me, and it's something that these women stood up for, was also that Jesus was and is about no fear and about no division, something that both are just entrenching our country, just so much fear, so much division. And that's why as people of this, you know, and this nation was founded on Judeo-Christian values, we have to stand up as Jesus would and say no more, no more. Yes. And, you know, as I read the stories of women, sometimes I ask myself, are they afraid? And, you know, a lot of stories don't really tell us. And the amazing thing is, Noah, maybe some of them are really afraid, but we have a choice. We either overcome our fears or we go forward anyways. And Noah, when I come from a very high anxiety and very high depression, all kinds of issues after my car accident. And I came to a place in my life where I realized I'm going to sit on the couch and this is the end of my life. I will not truly live or I'm going to get up and I'm going to drive and do this and that and face crowds and talk to people I don't know and face every fear. And even if I'm terrified and literally shaking, which I would be shaking, I would be living life. And I think 
we're in that place again today. We either overcome our fears or we move forward in fear. And if we don't go forward and stand for what's right, Noah, who will? Yeah, nobody, because we won't have that opportunity. When you were in your deepest, darkest place, Marina, after the accident and upon your recovery, what was something, a Bible verse, a Bible character, something God shared with you that said, you know what? I need to pick myself up. And I need to make, I'm going to get this done. I'm not, I'm not going to cower in fear. And I am going to make sure that I'm able to make my life better. And then in the same way, inspire others as well. Yes, what really resonated with me was the story of a woman called Hagar, and things go wrong in her life, and she's in a really bad place. She finds herself pregnant and alone in the wilderness, and remarkably, the whole story pauses, and we have a beautiful scene of her and the angel, and it was such a word to me that when we are in our darkest moment, and some of us will or have walked through the valley of the shadow of death, And when we are walking in those deep valleys, the God is so real to us. God knows our name. He calls us. He speaks to us. We encounter God. And I can say in my own life, the darkest times in my life were also the times where I felt God's presence the strongest. And Noah, there are days now, thankfully, that I feel strong and I go in my strength. But how much better when I recognize my weakness and I don't feel strong because then I rely wholeheartedly on God's strength. And for me, that's a better place to be, Noah. Well, you bring courage, you bring hope, not just with your book, Women in the Bible, small group Bible study, but you inspire people with your wisdom and your conviction and your passion for God. And that's going to resonate with your readers as well when people pick up this book. Such great female leaders in the Bible that can't be ignored. And I'm happy that people can read about them in your book and they can check it out at womeninthebible.info, womeninthebible.info. The book again is Women in the Bible, small group Bible study. Anything you'd like to close with, Marina, as uh, we leave this segment of the show that you just want to just share with the listeners and encourage and inspire them to be the greatest thing that God would want them to be in their lives? Noah, whatever we're facing, and this relates to family, friends, church setting, let's remember the beautiful picture we have in the gospel of Jesus who reaches out and touches the leper, and he had no fear. And if Jesus can touch the leper when there's no cure for leprosy, surely we don't need to be afraid of one another. And our actions, when when we act in courage and confidence, we will inspire others to step up and be courageous themselves. And what a gift that is. Dr. Marina Hoffman has been my guest. She will definitely be back on the show. We've already talked. We know there's other topics we're going to cover. I want you to get her book. Go to womeninthebible.info. It's Women in the Bible, small group Bible study. And Marina, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really was looking forward to this interview, and I think we had a great chat today, and I can't wait to have more in the future. Thank you, Noah. I am endlessly encouraged by your podcast, and so so thank you so much. It's my pleasure. Noah here and across the county. Again, go to womeninthebible.info.